Graham Kemler was one of only two media invited to participate in Destination South Australia, the business events showcase run by Business Events Adelaide. After the event, which finished on Saturday afternoon, Graham spoke with Damien Kitto, CEO of Business Events Adelaide, about the event and the benefits for Adelaide, its leisure visitors and its business delegates. First of all, Damien, thanks for having me in your town. It was a great, uh, it was a great event over the four days. Thanks, Graham. Really appreciate you travelling to Adelaide and South Australia. Destination SA 2023 was a exceptional success, I've got to say. Uh, it was the first full event uh, since COVID, uh, so post-COVID. Uh, we had uh, 40 event organisers from around the country and for the very first time, um, it was it involved association uh, event uh, organisers, but also corporate event organisers. Uh, as you'd be aware, we're very good on the association side, but it was just fabulous having the corporate side. And, of course, you, you the media, hence why we're having a discussion now. So thanks for travelling. Yeah, no, well, that's good. I, I noticed that you'd slightly changed your targeting there too. I, I guess if we translated that to, to the ordinary person's um, understanding, you're looking now to try and bring some of the incentive groups that mostly are corporate uh, reward receivers, you're trying to bring some of them in, them in to Adelaide from overseas. Is that the go? Uh, that, that's exactly right, Graham. Uh, Adelaide has really, really evolved over the last five years or so. Uh, so we've got some really luxury offerings and we've also got some budget offerings. So there's something for everyone. So the, the Asian corporate incentive market is extremely lucrative. But, you know, as we pursue that and we're hosting an event called Dreamtime in partnership with Tourism Australia in November this year, well, that will bring the world's top 100 uh, corporate incentive planners to Adelaide. In the meantime, at Destination SA, we had the domestic uh, corporate event organisers. So we just really believe there's some uh, a number of really, really great uh, products and experiences, and again, luxury, but also budget affordable as well. So I think we've got a lot to offer. Yeah, and look, I I come over frequently to see you guys, uh, COVID uh, accepted, perhaps, um, and I saw some new product that I uh, was un well, one I was unaware of, but uh, some that I knew, but I hadn't actually looked at. So uh, Adelaide is certainly on the move. The other thing that I was pleased to see. And I've talked about this before. The the Tonsley uh, project or the Tonsley Centre of Innovation that you've got there in Adelaide, the former Mitsubishi car factory, that's yes. continued to evolve. Now, last time I was there, if I'm not co uh, correct, uh, correct me, Damien, but there's a, there's a group out there who, uh, in the old car factory that's been uh, opened up to all sorts of businesses, large and small, they produced a portable X-ray machine. And it's gone on from there, hasn't it? It has indeed. That company's called MicroX, uh, Graham, and, and they're now a global exporter of these really small mobile um, X-ray machines which can fit on ships, uh, they can fit on, um, you know, uh, full drives and equipment going across rough terrain. They can be used in all sorts of environments. And, you know, that little business is now turning into a very big business and it's proudly here in in Adelaide at uh, the Innovation, uh, sorry, the Tonsley Innovation Park. So, the, uh, as I understand it, a normal X-ray machine is a few hundred kilos, but 
This is less than 80 kilos, so less than a human body. And it could go on the Royal Flying Doctor plane, for example, that often lands on a roadway after a big accident or whatever, and see whether that patient's able to be moved. Yeah, it, it, it's a really, really clever device. And as you would have seen there in their, in their workshop and, and factory, the, the where it was once manufactured, it was a big era, bigger, it was heavier, still smaller than a lot of machines to, to what the current design is. It's very mobile and, and easily moved by by one or two people. So yeah. that, that's just one of the fabulous devices, uh, you know, medical health, you know, machinery, you know, coming out of the uh, the Tonsley Innovation District. And as I understand it, Damien, the, the news about that device is that it's now been, I don't know whether it's been adapted, but it's certainly been taken up by the airports and also by the military. Yes, yeah, their, their orders now, Graham, uh, are extensive. It's going into all sorts of... Um, industries globally uh, because just how great and, and small and, and agile the, the product is. Right. So, And I guess the, the, the message is that MicroX was part of a group of organisations that gathered out there at Tonsley. It's got, on one side of it, it's got the Flinders University Science and Technology uh, faculties. So there are graduates there whom I guess they could uh, tap into or vice versa. And then there's other things like the green hydrogen plant and there's, there's also a big uh, medical facility there. But there are a whole lot of other small and medium-sized businesses, including some of your um, frigate-building projects out there and Teslas out there. So there's a real mix of people over the lunch table. You could be the CEO talking to the apprentice from anywhere to anywhere. Yeah, absolutely, Graham. The uh, it's, the Tonsley site is actually 61 hectares, the old Mitsubishi site. So the, the machine assembly building, MAB as they call it, where you saw MicroX and Sage Automotive and BAE Systems and so forth and a lot of other micro small businesses, um, that is one of the biggest undercover entrepreneurial innovation um, ecosystems in the world, which is hard to believe because uh, it, it's under the old... Yeah, it, it's seriously impressive and uh, you would have seen um, uh, Line Zero, which is the future factory. It's a little pilot project that BAE is working with the universities and TAFE down there and that'll, uh, that $50 million future factory building will be soon underway and with the government's, uh, obviously, the announcement of the submarine building project and the uh, air warfare destroyer project and the frigates, um, that technology and, and the new factory sort of systems will be all showcased down there at Flinders for uh, for students out of the university, but also the te- technical college uh, well, to participate and learn as well. Damien, is that there's a hotel being built virtually in the past 12 months there. So that must be a bonus for uh, organisations who are bringing visitors, visiting experts in to have them sort of available on site. Really convenient for the corporate traveller, La Loft Hotel, um, a great little boutique uh, product that's just uh, opened only in the last six six to eight weeks, if I'm right. Yeah. So and really I, conveniently located. I suppose the point of us going out there, me as a media person, uh, obvious, but the delegates, uh, your delegates to the, to the uh, event to Destination South Australia, um, I guess you're saying to them, hey, have a look at this. How do you feel about it? Wouldn't this be good for you to bring the delegates for a conference that has some relevance in technology or science or green renewable energy, that you'd take them out there and show them that this is not just a, uh, a theory, this is actually what's happening in practice, right? 
Uh, absolutely. In fact, uh, under the big MAB building there, Graham, you know, functions and events can be held. You know, there's a couple of thousand square metres of, of room there, space uh, that can be easily converted into an event space. So what, we, what we're really pushing for uh, here in Adelaide and South Australia is just don't come to host your business event, really leverage the innovation districts that we do have around the Adelaide metropolitan area. It's about delivering an economic tale. So business events for us is more than just uh, backsides in bedrooms, if you like, in, in the hotel sector. It's more than the visitor economy. Um, it's about growing economic development for the state. So with someone bringing their event in, they know that you know economic development can flow through from their event through uh, research and business collaborations, trade and investment opportunities, and we're also hoping with all these future industries that are establishing in Adelaide that uh, we might even attract some um, some skills. Um, you know, talent migration you know may take place, and we've got a great lifestyle as you'd appreciate. And uh, if people want to, you know, live here and work here and have a really enjoyable lifestyle, that's what Adelaide and South Australia can present. Right. Now, uh, Damien, you do uh, measure the economic benefit that derives from activities of business events Adelaide, you know, the Convention Bureau, as it used to be called. What are you, what's the latest figures that you've got in terms of uh, what you've uh, been able to put into the Adelaide economy? Well, if we reflect back to before COVID, the uh, business event sector was worth uh, $2.5 billion per annum which is a significant number for the South Australian economy. They're really pleased to say that in uh, this financial year, 22-23, the, the sector has more than bounced. So I, I would suggest that once everything is measured, we will exceed being a $2.5 billion industry, right. which is just really, really good news. You know, I'm very proud of what our team has done coming or during COVID, but particularly coming out. Um, as you know, it's a highly competitive environment, both domestically and globally. Uh, we've secured 140 events uh, for this financial year that are worth $255 million. And the really important thing about that is that a large majority of those events are aligned to our key economic sectors or the innovation districts, those future industries we've already touched on, and 55,000 delegates will uh, come to Adelaide and get to experience uh, what, we, what we can present. Do you actually keep a tab on the difference between what a leisure visitor to Adelaide spends and what a business events delegate spends? We certainly do, and, and the government, the South Australian government, led by uh, Premier Malinowskis, really understands the value of business event. I touched on earlier it's more than tourism, which it is, but importantly, the initial injection into the SA economy is more than three times more than a leisure visitor, and right. then, of course, you've got your economic tail benefits that flow thereafter. Well, the way we were fed and watered, I would have to say, I'd have to say we spent more than uh, a drive-through at McDonald's too on our event this last week. <laughs> yeah, look, we um, we do have some fabulous products and experiences, Graham, and uh, of course we turned it on for yourself and the forty guests from interstate. Um, you know, it's, it, it is really important that Team Adelaide does come together to show you know our capability of delivering excellent business events, and you know, of course, food and wine is not only great around our great country of Australia, but here in Adelaide, you know, we really pride ourselves on the quality of food and wine, and, and I know you enjoy it. Mm, no, I did very much, and also to see we went to Clarenvale, some of the others went to the Barossa Valley, and we had a bit of a tour of the city. There were lots of venues that I'd not seen before, a very clever 
hotel called the Oval, which is attached to Adelaide Oval, literally bolted onto the side. That's pretty impressive, the way they've not encroached on the park, but delivered <laughs> a, a hotel uh, within, within the precinct of the, uh, of the Oval. Uh, maybe the MCG needs one. I think if any stadium can replicate this, it'll be doing very well, Graham. Um, it's actually a re- it's a it's a wooden light frame weight um, construction that's literally uh, adjoining the stadia. It's cantilevered off the stadium with a, a couple of pillars underneath supporting it. So it's very lightweight construction, and as you saw, just the the quality of the finish, the views from the oval um, out through to the parklands of, of Adelaide is just really stunning. Oh, so. I think- I think it looks fantastic, actually, and uh, you you don't get to look at the oval out of your bedroom window. You can't sit there in your pajamas and listen to Ed Shea- Sheeran unless you've got a ticket for inside. But <laughs> you, you, you could probably hear him, but no, I you, 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 yeah. you, you, you won't you won't see. Him, but um, no, it, it, it's a really unique product, um, and uh, just to reinforce to to your viewers that it's the only hotel attached to a stadium in Australia. That's yeah. how unique it is. And there's only a handful, from what I understand, around the world with a similar concept. So I know when they planned and ultimately delivered it uh, when it opened during COVID, that they travelled the world in the Stadium Management Authority to, to understand what hotels were attached to Stadia and, and what the opportunity could be. And mm. I think I'm sure you agree it's a fantastic product. I, I, I do, absolutely. I just want to maybe make an example of one new thing you've got in Adelaide, which is a Sofitel. Now, there's a Sofitel in Melbourne, one in Sydney, one in Brisbane. There's nothing in Tasmania, there's nothing in Canberra or Darwin or Perth. Do you think, have you made it? Have you sort of caught up to the eastern seaboard on that front alone? I think that is one of the things that have really developed coming out of COVID is our luxury hotel experience, the Sofitel yeah as you saw, is a beautiful product. You know, it, it can work for the leisure traveller. It can particularly work for the business events traveller. Uh, we've got EOS by Sky City, uh, you know, which is a, a hotel, luxury hotel connected to uh, to the casino there, and that is a, a stunning product. Views out over the River Torrens and, and across the Riverbank area there. The Adelaide Oval Hotel we've already, you know, spoken of, of course, but even other new hotels, the new Crown Plaza is one of the best corporate hotels in Adelaide and looks back up over the eastern suburbs and up to the Adelaide Hills. And so you're right, uh, we've had a number of new hotels open and it's really added to our hotel offering. And there's new hotels in the winds as well. There's a, there's a Marriott that will be completed um, probably next year now, I would say. So that's the first Marriott Hotel in Adelaide, and we can't wait for that. Um, there's a Wyndham. Uh, there's a Hyatt uh, Regency being uh, proposed as well. Uh, it's already received approval. So there's even more luxury hotel stock that's due to come online over the next two to three years as well. How many rooms would you have then, Damien? Do you know? So in the CVD, we now have uh, just a little over 7,000 rooms. Right. Uh, with a majority of those at the uh, the five-star level. And, right. Uh, with, with more to come, uh, something like 1,200 rooms still okay. to come. Damien Kitto, CEO of Business Events Adelaide, was speaking with Graham Kemlo. And that's Travel Writers Radio for this week. We'll be back next week at 5pm on Wednesdays, repeated on Saturdays between 1 and 3pm here on J Air 88FM in Melbourne. 
Our stories are also available at any time from soundcloud.com forward slash Travel Writers Radio. Travel Writers Radio is a production of Pallet, the professional association of lifestyle and travel writers. So until next week, it's good night from me, Graeme Kemlow. And it's good night from me, Rita Ehrlich. Thanks for listening.